Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns, doctor of Eastern medicine and holistic fertility expert. In these weekly sessions, I'll be bringing you the best of advice on nutrition, lifestyle, and natural medicine to optimize your fertility. Let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm super excited about today's topic. So we're going to talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy and going into like an oxygen chamber and getting your tissues oxygenated and that helping with fertility. And what prompted me to look at this topic was that I had a patient the other day uh, that she was 43 years old and she did IVF like two years ago and had terrible results. Like her eggs barely, you know, she barely got any eggs. They didn't even progress. And then two years later, she's like, or a year and a half later, she's like almost two years older. She's 43. And of course she was taking supplements and doing acupuncture and other stuff, but she did this hyperbaric oxygen therapy for 10 days during her stim cycle. And she had better quality eggs. She had most of her embryos um, make it to blast. So, you know, it's just pretty amazing that you would have better results like a year and a half later. And I do think that there's something to, when I, when I looked at the research on this topic, I was like, wow, there's really something to this to the point where I want to get, you know, hyperbaric oxygen things in my, (laughs) in the Turner Institute when I open my wellness center next door. So anyway, let's look at it together. And maybe if you guys have these local to you, try it, especially, you know, during, during your cycle for your uterine lining or for your eggs. Here we go. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is a process where a person is subject to inhale pure oxygen at a pressure above normal atmospheric pressure. Typically, the pressure inside an HBOT chamber will be two to three times the normal atmospheric pressure. This is done generally in multiple sessions depending on the need. So so generally, it's prescribed in packages. Um, You can do one-off here and there, but I think the real changes happen in our tissues when you do it more frequently. You know, just to put this into perspective, you know, CoQ10 is a very popular supplement. Acupuncture is a very popular approach. Two of the things that major things that these therapies do or this supplement and that acupuncture does is generate blood flow, oxygenate the tissues, revive the tissues, and and that's what this oxygen therapy can do also. So, you know, and, you know, if you don't like needles or you're sick of taking all the supplements or you just want to add a little something extra this could be an interesting thing to do. I mean, you could just do your emails while you sit in the tank. So anyway, so here's what a person undergoes with the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Angiogenesis. It's basically formation of new blood cells from existing blood cells, kind of like growing new branches of blood vessels from existing larger ones. This helps reach further into areas, organs of the body where previous blood supply was low. So it improves poor blood flow. Again, a lot of what acupuncture does and why acupuncture is so effective. Supply of more oxygen to every organ, tissue, and muscle of the body. As a lot of pure oxygen is inhaled, hemoglobin carries a lot of oxygen to all the parts of the body, resulting in better healing, growth, and functioning of the organs. At the same time, oxygen also dissolves in plasma directly. Doesn't necessarily happen in normal conditions, but in this high pressure condition, it will uh, take place. And the oxygen then travels through the body. 
women bleed, so we're low in hemoglobin sometimes, like our iron stores. We don't carry oxygen as well. If we're super stressed, we're not breathing that well. Maybe we live in a polluted environment, and then we're not getting as much oxygen. Mostly, it's, I would say we're not getting as much oxygen because we're rushing too much and just literally not breathing. So, you know, another approach besides going into an oxygen chamber is like learn how to breathe <laughs> and and do deep breathing a lot. And that would um, create like a, a very dramatic difference in your body, I'm sure. So, okay. So now you know what it does in general in the body. So here's what this oxygen therapy does for reproductive organs. It obviously increases higher blood flows into the ovaries due, the, due to the regeneration of blood cells. The egg, before getting released into the uterus, develops well inside the ovaries and the chromosomes inside it would hopefully be in better shape because it's getting these resources. Then that would result, result in better quality embryos. But, you know, don't take my account of it. Let's look at the research, which is generally what I do for this podcast so that it is informed. So we know that the age-related decay in egg quality contributes to the gradual decline in fertility. We hear it all the time. And then the final, you know, occurrence of like, you know, it's over, the, it's like the ship has sailed. This study aimed to investigate the effects of hyperbaric oxygen treatment on egg quality in aging mice. So eight and 40 week old female mice were treated with the oxygen therapy for 10 days and the quality of eggs was analyzed. The results revealed that the therapy improved the age-related serum AMH levels, so that like the egg count compared to the untreated mice. And it also showed like less follicular apoptosis, so like less dying of follicles in eggs and improved egg or oocyte maturation, fertilization, and blastocyst formation in aged mice. Oxygen therapy triggered changes in the microRNA expression in the ovaries of aged mice. These results suggest that the oxygen therapy can uh, be applied to improve the quality of the eggs, and it could have potential clinical application to improve fertility in the aged female. So again, we're not mice, but these are interesting results. And, you know, it's it's used, this therapy is used a lot in wound healing to regenerate cells. So it really makes sense that it would regenerate the tissues in general. And that's what happens when we're aging, when we're unhealthy, when we're exposed to toxins. Our tissues are kind of dying. And so if this is regenerating it, it's kind of like an anti-aging thing. I hate to use that term, but maybe we're slowing the aging process and we're regenerating tissues that are dying prematurely. Ladies, I have worked for years to put together a guidebook for this crazy fertility journey. It's called the Ultimate Fertility Guidebook. It contains all of my secrets, my hacks, everything to do with herbs, supplements, how to integrate acupuncture into your fertility treatment, how to eat for your cycle, how to eat for IVF, basically everything natural fertility and IVF, how to understand your hormones, how your body works, what mindfulness practices to do, how to exercise, everything is contained within these 300 pages and it is now available for sale on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Target, Walmart, and all the other online outlets and in stores. So it's not just the eggs that it helps with, it also helps with uterine lining. Some women have an issue with the quality, specifically the thickness of the endometrial lining. The endometrium is the mucous membrane lining the uterus, which when not compromised due to injury or lack of oxygen, thickens during the menstrual cycle in preparation for the implantation of the embryo. According to an undersea 
and Hyperbaric Medical Society case report illustrating the use of hyperbaric oxygen therapy for secondary infertility, there's evidence hyperbaric oxygen may improve the condition of the endometrium for in vitro fertilization, so for IVF, implantation in women who have uterine scarring causing chronic lack of oxygen called hypoxia or the absence of normal endometrial thickening during IVF treatments and natural menstrual cycles. In these cases, this oxygen therapy improves tissue oxygenation from scarring and obviously improves the hypoxia, so the lack of oxygenation of the tissues. Implantation failure factor includes the quality of blood flow to the endometrial tissue lining of the uterus, the power of the hyperbaric oxygen prescribed as a drug on tissues and cells, especially those devoid or lacking adequate oxygen, is well documented. It promotes the growth of stem cells to create healthier and thicker uterine lining and a uterine wall. And it's well documented that the endometrial thickness is a predictor of optimal outcome in IVF patients. The oxygen therapy also eliminates toxins from the body, which can be an issue for um fertility on many levels, the egg quality, the implantation, like immune factors, and it may also help with hormonal imbalances. But when we're talking about the endometrial lining, it's like, you know, if it's helping heal chronic wounds that lack oxygen, then it could potentially promote more womb healing, like healing of your uterus in women with fertility issues, you know, even things like endometriosis, for example, where there's always kind of angry tissue down there, it can be really helpful prescribing oxygen as a drug to this non-viable endometrial tissue and restore its function, you know, to get a nice thick lining um, to have more likelihood of implantation happening. And the way they measure this is generally with a transvaginal ultrasound with color Doppler features so that they can see the endometrial thickness. They can see how the arteries are filling with more blood. Let's again look at the research. So during um, a three-year period, 32 women with unexplained infertility were entered into a randomized study. The patients were treated in an oxygen chamber at a pressure of 2.3 ATA during 70 minutes seven days consecutively, beginning with the fifth day of the menstrual cycle. The evaluation of effects of the hyperbaric oxygen therapy was carried out by transvaginal color Doppler sonography, which was continuously used starting from the eighth day of the menstrual cycle until the ovulation in the cycles where the therapy was applied one month before and one month after therapy. Results indicated an excellent response of the endometrial lining, thickness of the endometrium, and desirable quality of the endometrium was significantly better in the cycle when the oxygen therapy was applied. The Doppler of the uterine arteries indicated that the uterine blood vessel resistance was slightly higher than expected. The oxygen used under higher pressure, like oxygen as a drug, may then, as mentioned before, have an extraordinary significance for better outcomes of pregnancy implantation by improving endometrial receptivity. Um, and if the endometrial receptivity is conditioned by adequate, like vascularity, vascularization, so like the blood flow in the vessels and the oxygenation, then hyperbaric therapy could be really a very important treatment. And I really do think we're start of oxygen. One thing I didn't mention, so I mentioned like stress and rushing and not breathing. I mentioned toxins. Um, I mentioned aging also insulin resistance and blood sugar issues. They make our reproductive 
organs turn cold, especially as per Eastern medicine. And so the consuming of like a high glycemic diet or drinking alcohol more or having sugary things, a lot more carbs, literally makes your uterus cold and hyperbaric oxygen therapy might help. Although I still suggest changing your diet, by the way. All right, we covered the women. Let's talk about men. Not only does hyperbaric oxygen therapy improve the production and development of mature sperm by increasing male genital microcirculation, it also helps promote better sperm motility. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy in patients with male factor infertility showed sperm samples exposed to oxygen under pressure had better motility, which helped in a better quality IVF treatment. High tissue levels of oxygen induced by hyperbaric oxygen treatment stimulate the growth of new blood vessels in poorly vascularized tissues, increasing motor activity of both sperm and penis. The increased blood flow to the penis also improving sexual function in men with issues with performance. And it kind of makes sense because that's really what, you know, the male kind of erection drugs do. They just increase a bunch of oxygen and blood flow. Viagra, for example, except Viagra can give you a heart attack or a stroke, and I don't think this does. Again, let's look at the research. In a recent study designed to evaluate the effects of hyperbaric oxygen on sexual function and penile vascular bed measured with um, an MRI um, in chronic like erectile dysfunction patients showed that hyperbaric oxygen therapy improved erectile dysfunction in 88% of men after 40 hyperbaric treatments. I know that's a lot and it can get expensive. Like if you look at the prices of these things, like you'd almost want to get one of the blow up ones that you can use at home. Findings showed that hyperbaric oxygen can induce penile angiogenesis, the growth of the new blood vessels and improve erectile function in men suffering from erectile dysfunction. But it also improves the quality of the sperm because of the blood flow. So Men will be sometimes suggested to get uh, surgery for a varicocele, thinking that will improve the sperm, and then they have to go through this surgery. You know, technically, if there was a circulatory issue, then the hyperbaric oxygen should help, hopefully in lieu of uh, doing the surgery, which none of the men are very excited about, by the way. So anyway, um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, excited about this. I think it can help with a lot of things. As always, you don't have to do everything pick the things that make sense for you. If this is too expensive or too much of a pain in the ass, don't do it. But if you have a place near you, you can get a package for a good price and try it during your stim cycle or during your transfer cycle in preparation for either the egg retrieval or for your transfer. Until next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.